maintaining or increasing enrollment, staying on top of ever-changing content, incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about, in addition to applying great teaching principles. Teacher burnout is a real thing. And one way to prevent that is to exercise self-care. There's a lot of talk going on right now with self-care because we do have a lot on our plates as teachers and especially as we are trying to figure out how to navigate the current COVID-19 situation, we need to figure out how to better take care of ourselves. And it can seem hard, and especially as CTE teachers, when we are teaching so many different classes and courses, it is very overwhelming. And so I've got some tips to help you practice self-care and prevent burnout. So I've got five things to help you with your self-care and to prevent burnout. Number one, set a morning routine you'll stick to. So a lot of successful people have a morning routine. So if you listen to a lot of things, you'll hear about people who have established a morning routine that have helped them set their day up and started on the right foot. So for example, a lot of people have some sort of meditation or gratitude journal. They take a break before they open up any of their devices and their phones. They don't check any of social media and they really think about what they're grateful for, write it down in a journal, uh, take some time to do that. Uh, Other people like to work out in the morning. I am not personally a huge person who likes to work out in the morning, uh, but Jared does. So that could be an option. Another thing is try drinking a glass of water right when you wake up. It does start your body off right and gets it going. Another thing to consider is waking up earlier. And it doesn't have to be a ton earlier than you're normally waking up. No, as a mom, it has helped me to wake up earlier than my kids do because then I can actually take time for myself, get ready, think about like waking up and thinking about the goals, practicing meditation and all that before my kids are waking me up and nagging and making life a little bit more chaotic because when they do wake up, life does get more chaotic. So think about a morning routine that you'll actually stick to. And it doesn't have to be something that you do the same every single day, but try to pick like three to five things. And it can even be like brushing your teeth can be part of your morning routine. So some of the things that you might already be doing, like what do you drink right when you wake up in the morning? Are you having lemon water, your coffee, your tea, something that is kind of getting your body ready for the day? So pick three to five things that can improve your morning routine. So number two is practice stress relieving activities. So these are specifically cortisol lowering activities to think about. So 
One example is a brain dump. So essentially you take a piece of paper, a notebook, something, and you write down everything that you're thinking about. It's not necessarily a to-do list, although sometimes it can turn into that, but you're just getting everything out of your brain. So this works really well when I first get to the school because as I have driven um, on my commute, I start thinking about things and then I kind of lose train of thought of like what I should be doing once I get to the school. So if I can do a brain dump, at least I know that it's somewhere, like I've written down my thoughts and my ideas somewhere that I could come back to if I need to. So it does allow me then to start my school day off. So brain dump is one thing. The other thing is legs up the wall. So it is a kind of like a yoga position, but really what you do is you you lay down and you scoot your backside up against the wall so that your legs are up and you want um, your sit bones on the floor and your legs up. And you just sit there for five minutes um, and you're not supposed to do anything else. So don't be checking your phone because that really... Uh, won't do anything. But the position itself, because you're in such a vulnerable position, helps naturally lower your cortisol. So I even set a timer on my phone. I can't do this at school. Maybe you could during your prep, but I set it in my phone so that it would go off at like 6 p.m. Uh, so that I can go and do my legs up the wall. So another thing is square breathing. So it's a technique where you hold in, you inhale and you hold your breath and then you exhale and you essentially you're thinking about a square being drawn. You can look up more people probably explain it better than I do. Even Brene Brown had something in Dare to Lead that um, talked about how to do this kind of breathing technique. What it really does is it's teaching you to slow down your breath and it's kind of like a form of meditation so that you can prepare for something. So either you're going through something stressful or you're about to go through something stressful. If your body can breathe and do that slower breathing, then it's more prepared to move on to the next task. So then another thing is, is um, practicing yoga. So yoga itself, because it does focus on the breathing, can help your body prepare for when a stressful event comes along so, because you're just your body's just used to that sustained movement or lack of movement and the breathing that goes with it. So those are some tips for um, some stress relieving activities. So next thing is to set boundaries. So this has been a huge conversation with me and Jared. Um, especially as there's a lot on our plates with online learning or digital learning. So one thing is to have office hours. So especially when we are working from home is you need to establish your working hours or your office hours. Otherwise, you could essentially be working all night long. I had a teacher come and talk to me one day and she said that she would get an email at 10 o'clock at night because the LMS had notified her that a student had finally turned something in. And so she felt pressure 
to automatically grade that assignment. So I told her, take a step back, like turn off your notifications, which is another recommendation for setting boundaries so that your phone isn't constantly beeping whenever you get an email or a text message or even social media. So if you set those boundaries, then you can actually just turn everything off and enjoy and relax while you're at home. So setting boundaries is huge, um, especially in our family. I know some people actually lock up their phones at night, so they're charging somewhere else and not in their bedroom, and that helps them also set boundaries. But the biggest thing for school is have office hours and let your parents know about that as well. So for example, in your disclosure document or anytime really, you can email all of your parents and say, let them know how long it will take you on average to grade an assignment. If students take a test on a certain day, when can they expect their grades to be updated? Do you update them regularly every Friday? And then also, when and how frequently are you going to be responding back to emails? I think some parents forget that you're teaching all day and that you're not constantly checking your email because you're teaching. So you can also let them know that you'll be checking your email at the end of the day and responding back to teacher or to parents at that time. So then another thing, number four, is ask for help. So in asking for help, you don't have to do it all. I had posted something when I finished my second graduate degree and it made me sound like superwoman. And then I thought back and I'm like, wait, I'm giving myself way too much credit here. You gotta ask for help. You've gotta have babysitters if you need to and you can afford it have someone come and clean your house. So there's different things that you can do to ask for help. You can also ask for help at the school. Is there something that someone can help you with to alleviate some of your stress? Do you have a mentor? Do you have someone who's an unofficial mentor? So maybe your buddy teacher, someone next door, someone you can rely on, someone who can help you. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And then finally, number five, Take time to do something for you every week. And when it comes to that, it should be something that's actually for you. Um, I know a lot of people have said they go grocery shopping by themselves, but I don't know about you. Like that kind of seems like a cop out of like something for you. Um, Yes, you're alone, but I don't know if I'd classify that as that is like something intentional that you're doing every week for yourself. So think about something that you enjoy doing. Are you going to go for a walk and enjoy nature? Are you going to maybe shopping like retail therapy without buying anything, like actually going to stores and enjoying yourself, that could still be something that you do every week for yourself. It could be as simple as a bath, like a long bubble bath where you can just soak in there for a while. So it doesn't have to be something big. It could be 
um, if you wanted it to, like going to the spa, but it doesn't have to be huge. So as you are continuing teaching, we want to make sure that you are practicing good habits so that you are constantly practicing self-care not just when the school year gets hard because there are some ebbs and flows of the school year and there are times where you're more motivated and more excited to be there. So make sure you practice these five things to help you better prepare yourself. So let's review the five tips to improve your self-care. One, set a morning routine you'll stick to. Two, practice stress-relieving activities. Three, set boundaries. Four, ask for help. Five, take time to do something for you every week. If you enjoyed what we were talking about this week and you want to connect with other similar-minded teachers, please join us in the On Your Prep podcast community on Facebook. And I hope to see you there.